Oh. <laughs> I wanted us to say we can start a fire. <laughs> start. All right. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Jump Cut. This is season three, episode four of our quarantine podcast. Okay. We're almost done. Kind of. Are we? No. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Not really. I don't care what the okay. government says. <laughs> met our podcast <laughs> okay um so today we're going to be discussing the film that won best picture during the 89th academy awards for two minutes and this that's is right. La La that's right Woo! two minutes give credit when it's due <laughs> of course um so before we start sharing our general thoughts and consensus a plus. i want to share some oh Wait sorry 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 ahead. i got ahead of myself sorry Okay, so I'm going to share some fun facts and figures, and John, you can, I'm going to hand the mic over to you after I, I'm done saying mine, because I'm sure you have a lot more. Okay, um, okay. All right, so first, uh, the director, Damien Chazelle, wrote the script for La La Land in 2010, and his college roommate, Justin Hurwitz, began to compose the music around the same time, and I think it's cool how Chazelle was still working with, is still her, working with Justin Hurwitz until today because they've been really through like the ups and downs in the industry of like filmmaking and creating the music mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. Um, so while La La Land was still being reviewed and rejected by so many people, uh, which is surprising, um, Giselle already created Whiplash and that was a short film that was made into a, a whole film. And then third fact, Ryan Gosling learned how to play the piano for his role. Um, oh my that, God. Man, that man doesn't do anything half-assed. So Don't get me started stop. with that stupid piano. Oh my God, it's so fucking good. Okay. <laughs> um, fourth, Emma Watson was, to, was the first choice to play the role of Mia. So I think Yikes. Ew. So weird. Hey God. Ew. That is disgusting. Oh my god. She was the first choice? Yeah, she, she was, was the, the first, first choice. choice. Mm -hmm. It's so everyone. weird because she doesn't, yeah. She doesn't have she, like she that has no Hollywood factor. facial expression. She has no facial expression. She's the most like okay actress. Oh man. That is so mean, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, okay. she's pretty she's except pretty good, in she's not Harry famous. Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter's her only She's fire. Oh Potter. no. Okay, she was pretty good as Belle in Beauty and the Beast. I thought, she was, I, forgot I thought that. she was like perfect for that role like i wanted her to be Belle. Sure. speaking of beauty and the beast who almost was these who almost was Ooh, Belle? ryan gosling. gosling the gauze See? <laughs> taste yes taste you yes. knew mm -hmm. okay moving on um la la land was nominated in 17 categories and won six awards which tied with titanic for most nominations wow so wow that's pretty freaking amazing they may actually be the kate and leo of our generation <laughs> maybe <TBH>. it's not <laughs> timothy and sersha oops Dang. that's okay you still like them true okay and then um so the awards um included best director Best Actress, Best Original Song, Best Cinematography, Best Original Score, and Best Production Design. Mm. 
Makes sense. So yes, and almost best picture, but okay. All right. Okay. Start All right. I'm <laughs> okay. I'm gonna hand over the mic to Fuji for more fun <laughs> facts and figures. Um. Okay. I mean, th those are pretty good. Um, I think Chazelle is the youngest director to ever win Best Director. He was 32 yes. years old when he won. Mm -hmm. So right. that shit, pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a hand double for the piano parts, and they even talked about maybe using CGI. But Ryan Gosling practiced two hours a day, six days a week. And then his first take was the scene you see him where he plays the piano fully. And he completed it in the first take. You're lying. That was when yep. I fell in love. Mm -hmm. Perfectionism. Which is crazy because like when you look at it, his hands, it's like blurry at some parts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like just like moving too fast. Can't imagine his wife. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Um, oh my God. So dumb. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, the, the audition where uh, Mia was like interrupted during like an emotional scene for a phone call. I guess was actually based on a real life audition from Ryan Gosling, oh, where I guess so. that happened. Oh, so I, I did that shit that. sucks. Uh, Emma Stone performed uh, "The Fools Who Dream" live, so there wasn't like a pre-recorded track or anything. Uh, Chazelle mm -hmm. said that he wanted Emma Stone to have more control of the scene, so she would decide when to like talk and then transition to singing, and then Justin Hurwitz was playing the piano in her ear as like a cue. Wow. So nice. what a freaking Arizona's own. Arizona's own. Um, just because I'm me and I hate the heat, I just want to say the opening sequence was shot in two days and it was 109 degrees in LA when they shot it. So uh rest in peace, all those dancing, <laughs> choreography, respect. Oh, Could not do God. that. I'd quit. I don't care how much money they'd pay me. Wow. I'd quit. And that's in LA too. Holy shit. Yep. I mean, they the should have a highway. Oh, you know, the smog. <laughs> the smog. <laughs> but also, can we give a shout out to Ryan Gosling again? When oh my God, we barely golden. started. He's gotten so many shout outs. <laughs> no, but like, we need to understand. We need to acknowledge the Golden Globe speech that he That was did. my next thing. Oh, shout out to Eva Mendes. Yeah. If she, he was like, if she hadn't have taken all that on because her brother had cancer at uh, so that I could have this experience it would be surely someone else up here other than me today like well yeah well because yeah. she was pregnant and then raising the their kid as well so wow strong independent woman mm -hmm. love uh, I think Miles love. Teller was originally looked at but then they eventually decided to go for Ryan Gosling instead good choice good. Good. He was in Whiplash anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. He, He's like not, he, he doesn't have the look. Yeah. yeah. You would have been, been too young, I think, too, anyway, right? Yeah. Really I agree. A Looks a little too, like, grungy for that. Like, He's not like the American boy type of yeah. look. Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I think this uh, beat uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest for the most Golden Globe wins. Uh, La La Land went seven for seven. So every category was nominated in at one rip. Um, and then other than that, I mean, Chazelle just really liked the concept that like you meet someone in your life that sets you on a path to being who you dreamed you could be, but yet you must travel that path alone. 
He said, quote, it was important to make a movie about dreamers, about two people who have these giant dreams that drive them, that bring them together, but also tear them apart. So that's some bars right there. And then lastly, (laughs) lastly, our man Tom Hanks was in the middle of promoting his own movie, Sully, and then just stopped to tell the reporters to go see La La Land. No! <laughs> oh my gosh! So we stand, Woody. Wait, Woody. I love Sully too. Shout out! I like that. Beat movie. the coronavirus. But yeah, that's pretty much what all. What a king! Okay, Damn. cool. Thank you, Fuji. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and move on to the, the general consensus. I'm actually gonna start us off. Okay. Oh, oh wow! Oh, yeah. Little selfish, wow. but okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so You're I changing think the format. Yes, I don't feel comfortable. She's, yeah. I'm, she's a, little yeah, she's I'm a little spontaneous. Yeah, I'm a little spontaneous. Thank you, Vince. He's my Whoa. only supporter. Um, so I think this movie is very beautiful. And after rewatching this, um, and I haven't watched this like a lot of times, as you might think, I had to rethink my top ten favorite movies and top five actors because this film is just too good. It's just too good. So I have to rethink about it. Um, so Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone were so good. Um, I would be so angry if I already talked about it, but if Emma Watson played the role of Mia, um, that would have made me so that would have been so bad. Um, (laughs) not only is the story appealing, but I think it's also visually beautiful, truly deserving of best cinematography. And I think, um, the reason why I believe this film deserved to win Best Picture is that it was an original idea that came to life. Um, Cause like Moonlight was adapted, but this was an original idea. And that's why I think that pushed it to the top for me. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and go with M. Oh, okay. I see. Are you probably going to save like those two for last because <laughs> wild cards over there. Okay. So this is my third time watching this movie. Um, but I texted everyone last night, but that final ending scene, that winter sequence, I've seen about a hundred times. Cause whenever mm-hmm. I'm in a mood, it's like the first thing on my YouTube playlist to just watch <laughs> and like cry about because <laughs> it's so sad. And what else can I say? Oh, of course, I like this movie because it gives me a sneak peek of the entertainment industry, an industry that I am so interested in but could never be a part of. And then I love, oh gosh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone are so freaking contagious together. Oh, contagious? Is that the right word? Sure. Yeah. Okay. I I just thought contagion. I got. (laughs) (laughs) They're just so good together. Like crazy. Like crazy. Stupid love kind of started it. It all. I didn't watch their second movie together, but they have such insane chemistry. It makes me want to throw up. I don't know how you can can do it. I don't know how. I have. Okay. No kidding. (laughs) But I just. I don't know how they can film this movie without like falling in love with each other. Like it's like how do you do that? They they call each other like oh my my he's they're like they see each other as siblings I don't see that they're like in love with each other and obviously Emma Stone is engaged Ryan Gosling is married with kids so whatever you Uh, want them to like divorce their significant others and like be together yeah yeah you're so dumb Agatha (laughs) shut up that's literally in your mind too okay (laughs) no it's not (laughs) and then the one thing I'll say oh I love that we're sort of watching the story through seasons I'm playing the last of us right now and that also kind of goes through seasons right Agatha Mm -hmm. 
Yes, sir. And then my last note is the music is so amazingly good, but I, I have all the music saved in my Apple Music playlist, but I've never listened to it on its own. I don't think, at first I thought it was because, oh, I might, I might not even like the music that much, but after this watch, it's confirmed that I do like the music. I just can't imagine listening to it without Damien Chazelle's visuals. So that's kind of a compliment. And yeah, um, Ryan Gosling playing the piano is like peaked, peaked, peaked white boy. You know, that's what I want. Okay, <laughs> Okay, um, John, what do you think? I mean, this movie is all right. Um, A plus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I actually don't have like too much to say that like one would think because like, it's like asking a parent, you know, it's like, why do you love your kid? It's like, you can't just, you can't like say Tell reasons, them the three things you, know? you love in your life. Yes. Shut up, Aaliyah. You order. Wanted, no, Aaliyah, you only want to hear your name. No, he told it to me in order. And yeah, I'm like, oh I just God. said, you know, like my family, then my girlfriend, then La La Land, everything else comes after it. Yeah, he's saying, like myself. fuck his friends. He's just like. Yeah, oh, like, you know, my friends, like, have a chance to, like, disappoint me or, like, hurt me, you know what I'm saying? But, like, La La Land will always, always be there, you know what I'm saying? They'll never do that. Um, yeah, so I... <laughs> I'm on edge today, all right? Y'all thought Marvel I'm Oscars are bad? I'm just waiting. Um, yeah, I, I genuinely feel bad for people who can't enjoy this movie, all right? I, I feel for you all. Um, I think this movie combines like the technical aspect of movies that like I obviously like love so like cinematography or like the production design how it's shot which I appreciate but also combines like an awesome story that isn't like boring and shit that's just like like oh wow look at this like I don't know like 1917 ish I guess um basically this movie just like makes me feel a way that like no other movie has I don't, I don't know what it is like, as I was watching it, I, like, caught myself, like, 30 minutes in, just, like, fucking smiling, like, like a fucking creep, alone in my bed, right there, just laying down, lights off, just the movie on, wow, what a vibe, I almost forgot I had to work again, vibes, um, but, yeah, thank God for the, that the music is fire, the theme of the movie, with the piano, holy shit, oh. that shit does something to my heart, it, like, rips it up in half, I saw someone said it like cured my depression and then gave it back to me at the end of the two hours, which I think is like a perfect, <laughs> oh, perfect yeah, description for it. And uh, I can never be an actor because like those auditions, like one seeing on a movie, but also just like imagining in my head is mm. like so uncomfortable. I like Makes can't even cringe. put myself in them. Yeah, I would cringe. This movie's beautiful. Yeah, that's it. And I think it takes like, um, something you don't normally like, like musicals, and then they mm -hmm. put in the movie, and you're like, "Wow, it works." Yeah, they managed to avoid like cliches with like romance mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, who took you to see this movie, huh? Who who told <laughs> oh, you yeah. to watch it? Yeah, I didn't want to watch this movie in theaters when it came out. I remember it, <laughs> and then I got dragged to it, and then my life has not been the same since. Welcome, yeah. you are welcome. Okay, let's move on to oh Vincent. I'm nervous. Oh boy. Is every, everybody's nervous? Mm -hmm. yeah. This is exciting. So much power. 
I can just, oh, no. I can just give it an F. I can just sit here and let you guys all stew in it and let you think about what I'm gonna say. Yeah. You guys know what I'm gonna say? No, no I don't no. even know. He won't tell me. I was like, blink once if you're gonna give it. An F. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What letter? And I just, I just sat there for a little bit, you know, and just kind of. You know, I watched it. I watched it last night. It's the first time I saw it, and let me just say that it was absolutely gorgeous and fabulous and wonderful. And we, I started it, and I was like, "I get a key mute, please." Yes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, "All right, well, we're we're gonna do this." I know Fuji likes it, so you know it's got to mean something, right? And so we get into it, and immediately kicks off with like singing and dancing i'm like oh my god <laughs> what's happening here but then it got going and i was like okay we're, we're in the right direction things are looking good and then it kept going and i was like oh my gosh this is picturesque it's so colorful it's so pretty i love the 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 seasons when they have the, that font that's like my number one favorite font of all time <laughs> like <laughs> like that what a winner like the the what I mean, it's like kind of like fifties, sixties vibes, right? Maybe. Yeah, for sure. And it's like it's like whoa, that's that stands out. That's pretty cool. Um, and it, it kept going, and I, like I started to see, you know, the two characters, um, you know, me and Sebastian come together, and I'm like, these guys really work together. This is looking good. I like this. Um, and you know, like now looking back on it now, it's like they're like really the only two that two characters that really held the whole movie together. It's like, there's not too many movies that can do that. You know, there's sometimes you got to involve a lot of characters, have a lot going on kind of to make things feel right. But they're, they kind of carried the whole thing. Other than maybe like John Legend had a pretty significant, other you know, significant compared to anyone else. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, he had kind of a, a big, big part in it, but like Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone are like the only main accredited actors, you know? I love the structure that they had, like with the seasons, having the the seasonal um, like parts to it or whatever. I want to go back, definitely on a rewatch. I want to try to figure out the significance of the seasons and what took place when, because I'm sure, like, if you changed, say, like the first, say the say instead of starting with winter, it started with um, uh, spring or summer, and then let the movie play out. And I feel I feel like the different parts would feel different. I don't know how or what yet. Maybe you guys can already tell, but I got to watch it again and I definitely want to pay attention to that. I love the, this perspective on relationships as a whole and the interaction between the, the two people in a relationship. The end message at the very end, and maybe we'll get to this later, but the final scene that sums everything up, like Fuji just said, they avoided like romantic cliches. They avoided like everything bad that you hate about romantic movies and all that and I think it kind of all came together pretty well I still I'm I'm gonna stand by this that I still think her is the most accurate romantic movie that I've ever seen um this comes pretty close but I I still like her more than this um but in the end I was really that the there was a few scenes of there where I had to cover my mouth and I was like oh my gosh what's happening here <laughs> I need to um, but all in all I, I love the movie it was really great 
Yay! Yes, guys, we got one. Okay. Yes. Not off the hook yet, though. Ooh, okay, Agatha. Hi, everyone. What's up? Uh, it's a girl, Agatha. Uh, this is my first time seeing this movie. When I when I I watched this today, and Vince was next to me, and I was pretty vocal about it, and a lot of the comments that I made were negative. But, but I'm not done. Okay, I'm not done. Stop. <laughs> Don't attack me. But it was surprising. Because I was like, in the beginning, I was like, Vince, who she likes this film? Is he on drugs? Like, I did not expect this from him. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, what's happening? National Treasure, National Treasure A+. Plus. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not even attacking you. No, not and you, then, not you. I'm talking about Agatha. And then I was like, I just don't oh. understand. And then everything came together when I saw the end. And I had a lot of reflecting. And I was like, no. This movie has historical, like, Wow, it's beautiful. It should be an Oscar winning film. Oh, oh it is. Oh, <laughs> wow, y'all had us in the first half. Not gonna lie. I love Moonlight, <laughs> but I understand maybe uh, the conspiracy theory during Oscars that one of the accountants really wanted La La Land to win, and then they were like, <laughs> "Hold on." <laughs> and you know oh, what? Okay. I'm with that accountant. Yeah. I don't care. It's like wow. maybe La La Land should have won. But okay. So Ryan Gosling definitely deserved the Golden Globe. Shout out for him to dedicate it to Eva Mendez. Like I said, true king shit only. I love Mia. She was kind of annoying in the beginning. I was like, I knew you would hate her too. I knew it. I was like, she's so <laughs> annoying. But I understand why she was like that. Why she was like, I don't know why you understand. It's because Mia supported him. I didn't think she was supporting Sebastian, and then I thought about it. I was like, no. It was much deeper because she questioned his true aspirations. Like, that's not the kind of music that he wanted to do. And he was calling him out, and he was like, hey. And then I think he understood that by the end. And so, yeah, I love Sebastian. Love this movie. I don't I think it deserves a second rewatch for me. I'm so yeah, that's it. I like So you're gonna movie. you're gonna watch it more than once a year? Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. That's positive. Yeah. Wow. We got some a lot of positivity going around. Nah. Oh, we can move on to favorite scenes. Um, I'll start again. Oh wow. god. Changing the format. Wow. Um so obviously the opening scene with the continuous shots, I think that's just so rewatchable and the song is so catchy. So I think it's like the perfect opening song for a musical, kind of like, like Hairspray, like Good Morning Baltimore. I think that's just like, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a perfect opening song for a musical. Um, when Mia and Sebastian meet at the party and that was spring, I believe. Yeah. Um, and she requested Iran and when they started talking and I stuff. love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's just like so colorful and so it just felt so summery and the vibes. Sebastian's yeah. like um, so entertaining. Like his arrogantness is like yeah. so funny. Yeah. I love him. God. 
I feel like that's like a little bit of like Ryan Gosling's personality. No, for sure. I was watching yeah. interviews I after. I was watching yeah. interviews after I watched this movie and I was like, he's the same person. But yeah. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the lovely night scene because that was also a continuous shot. Or it could be less than nothing. Good to know, so you agree. That's right. What a waste of a lovely night. That was a beautiful moment in the movie um let's see Mm, the observatory scene obviously the griffith observatory (sighs) amazing um i do have one nitpick about that oh my god so they made it seem they made it seem like such like a fun and lovely and romantic drive to go to the griffith observatory when in reality it's so (laughs) Shitty. It's so shitty. Okay, let me tell you a story. Um, me and Fuji were dri- we're in LA and we were driving, we were hungry. There's no signal there because it's like a whole it's like Griffith Park. Like starving. Yeah. Not we just like sh- I'm hungry, like starving. We were we were, I was like about to pass out. And we were dri- it's like an uphill drive and it's so long, it's so hot, and it's just you, you you don't have signal, so you can't like look up places of where to eat and you can't look up like where is it and stuff like that. So it was just the worst experience ever yeah we'll just uber there next time yeah but we were planning to go to the griffith observatory as part of like our itinerary because that was one of the la la land shooting spots um and we were gonna go to like a bunch of la la land places but anyway um let's see what else oh <laughs> i have one when Se- sebastian was explaining to mia that there's an addition she needed to go to like when he went over oh, yeah. to nevada and I he was just like it. no when mia declined he was just like no no that one's gonna be i'm sorry that will kill me what 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 stop no you have to be quiet i thought that was so funny when he yells, like when Ryan Gosling yells, it's like the funniest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the ending. I think it's so, it just like breaks my heart that Sebastian literally followed Mia's advice about the name of the bar and only doing drinks and jazz without like the chicken. I think it's mm-hmm. just, it's so bittersweet. And yeah, it makes me emo. Nice. Correct. All right. M, favorite scenes. Okay, I think my favorite scene of all time is the last shot of them two just staring at each other. That nod at the head that Ryan does. Oh, oh and then that little <laughs> smirk that Emma does. Oh my God, I'm thinking about it. The lighting in their two faces. Oh God, they look so proud of each other and they are proud of each other, but it's just so sad damn, that they're not damn, together. okay yes a lovely night is amazing there's like a 30 second clip of them in the dance rehearsing studio rehearsing that and i've seen that clip like 30 times because ryan is so funny because he messes up and he gets so frustrated with himself but anyway i also like seeing mia at the coffee shop because she works at a coffee shop in the warner brothers lot i think yeah Mm -hmm. that is an amazing job all the Mm -hmm. celebrities trying to get coffee and you're the one giving it to them dream job Mm -hmm. and then of course like the little turnaround at the end how like literally she's just she becomes a celebrity amazing um my favorite song is we can start a fire so that little moment of john legend (laughs) singing and 
I also really like when, oh, when Emma Stone does her I'm not good enough speech that ultimately mm. probably led to her Oscar win. Or I'm crying and they start laughing or there's people sitting in the waiting room and they're and they're like me, but prettier mm. and better at the, because maybe I'm not good enough. Yes, you are. No. No, maybe I'm not. Yes, you are. Yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. Damn. Nice. Okay. What about you, baby? Um, I mean, I could save you guys some time and just say like all the musical numbers or like the entire movie, but like, why would I do that? Um, so what's your number one favorite scene? The ending. Correct. Okay. For sure. The ending. I so you know me. Like I said, I didn't want to see it. I didn't really like musicals. Hated romance movies. The whole time, even though I was enjoying it, I was like, I mean, they're just gonna like end up together. Like obvious. Like duh, they're gonna end up together. And then the ending was just like fucking Chazelle like bent me over, just like spanked me and just, <laughs> he just, he said, fuck you, oh. shut the hell up. So the ending is definitely my favorite. I've never seen an ending done like that where it literally like calls back like the entire movie, like the entire like journey you just went on and it like, takes you through like a what if. I mean, that shit is fucking devastating. Mm -hmm. um, the opening musical number, like I said, um, even more impressive, 109 degrees, wow. But uh, I remember seeing that in the theater and I, I said to myself, I was like, oh, okay, like I see why it's getting like all these awards. Cause I just heard that it was like an Oscar movie, even though I didn't know. So that one, uh, someone in the crowd, just like, by the way, just like the prettiest roommates ever. Like the nicest everyone. apartment ever too. Yeah, the nicest looking apartment. With There's like no way. the most attractive people in there. Jessica Roth. Roth and Happy Death Day. Mm -hmm. And then one of them from Crazy Rich Asians. Mm -hmm. Other one, I don't know, but she's pretty as well. Um, the scene where Ryan Gosling plays the piano at the like diner thing where he's playing the Christmas music. And then it just like transitions into that, like to the fucking theme. beautiful shit and then like the lights turn into a spotlight i mean just fucking yes. flex on that one um everyone else said a lot of stuff i do like the city of stars like what a vibe um i'm just gonna address this now i don't know if y'all have nitpicks with it but i've seen people are like like oh emma stone and ryan gosling aren't like the best singers it's like motherfucker are you you watching the movie it'll like not make sense if there are these like world-renowned like professional singers Mm -hmm. supposed to be like these regular average people so appreciate that um where mia's at the dinner with greg and like sebastian's like waiting for her at the theater and then she hears oh. the, the piano and is like <laughs> looking at like the speaker mm -hmm. leaves and she looks so happy the fucker mm -hmm. what uh the song the playing the, the song playing over it when she was yeah. running oh my god mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. What a genius. I'm about to put this on the TV, like, right now. Um, I know. <laughs> I have YouTube on my other screen right now, and I'm considering just <laughs> watching a lovely night. For real. Um, yeah, I love, I love the argument, because, like, before that, it's, like, building up, and you're like, oh, man, they're going to fight because not enough time. And then Chazelle fools you, because he's there to surprise her with dinner, and you're like, oh, my gosh, 
how sweet, how awesome. Then he surprises you again. And he's like, no, they're actually going to fucking fight this time. Um, and then the full two dream, the audition. Wow. Left without looking. And tumbled into the sun. Wow, what a scene. That's our best actress winner, Arizona's own, right there. Yes, sir. And then, yeah, I already talked about the ending. Nice. Might be my favorite ending, like, ever. Correct. Correct. All right. Beans. Okay, so uh, I got a few good ones here. Of course, I can't go wrong with the ending, of course. So the the... I think I think it definitely it needs to be separated into two. I like to look at the there's the flashback scene or it's not really a flash. I don't know whatever you want to call it. The alternate reality, I guess, the alternate reality scene, and then the one that really got me was when they were uh, when Mia and her husband were entering Seb's, and they're oh, like walking down the stairs, and she looks at the thing, and you're like, oh no. Her acting, oh, no. <laughs> and then yeah. and then they they walk in and, and she sees him on stage and you're like, oh no, oh no, oh. and then she's and then he sees her, and you're like, oh no, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts playing the piano, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> uh, so that's the scene, and then the last one's the, it's a good scene. Um, I'm also a big fan of the observatory scene. The first, the first one, um, both though actually. So the, there's the first, the first observatory scene in their observatory at night, and then the second one where they're just sitting on the bench talking or whatever. I love that one too. Oh uh, yeah. And then I also I'm a big fan of the uh, kind of fight disagreement scene when he surprised her with dinner that night there that one since when do you care about being liked why do you care so much about being liked? you're an actress what are you talking about <sighs> maybe you just liked me when i was on my ass because it made you feel better about yourself there's a lot to unpack there there's a lot going on yeah they said a lot of things that can be felt and uh you definitely i couldn't at the time, you know, you're the the. I think the way that like they kind of wrote that scene was like you you you're meant to flip back and forth between who you're whose side you're on. You're like, oh, okay, I understand Sebastian. Oh wait, no, now I understand. Now I understand Mia, and it's like you can't make up your mind. I that's probably done intentionally, but I, I really like that part, that aspect about it. Mm-hmm. So those are the scenes that stand out to me. Alrighty, thank you, Beans. Agatha, favorite scene. Ah, favorite scene from the entire movie. Obviously, the ending, the alternate reality. And before we, before that scene, oh my god, I was so angry. I was like, when, when Mia kissed her husband, I was like, who is that? <laughs> why? Why is she with him? Is Oh my god, it's probably like, I don't know, like a brother or something. A kid? What? Why do they have a kid together? That's when it all like flooded in my brain. I was like, no, they didn't end up together. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, I accept this ending. And 
I was like, oh, they're going to go and date? All right, where are they going? There's probably some, like, first class top 1% kind of shit. Oh, my God. And then, and then they were stuck in traffic. And I was like, wait, okay, fine, whatever. And then they went to dinner. And then they went to Seb. When she saw her logo that she designed, I was like, Mm-hmm. she lis- he listened to her mm-hmm. and then when they and then he was like and when freaking Seb saw Mia and it was just like awkward silence mm-hmm. but for me like her I was like what the fuck and then he starts playing the theme and I was like mm-hmm. all right I get it I get why this is an Oscar film <laughs> if we didn't have that scene I'd be like Moonlight deserved it, whatever. I don't care. I'm gonna hurt Fuji's feelings, but like, no, the ending was the ribbon on top of the present. Yes. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I agree. Agreed. I agree. What are my what else are my favorite scenes? When Sebastian surprised Mia with dinner, we talked about that. When Sebastian and Mia went for a walk in Warner Studios, and he, yeah. She showed him around when she didn't have to. And then I think it was like they were in some jazz bar or something. And he asked her out to a movie and he was like, for research. Mm-hmm. For research. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh my God. Goals. <laughs> and then and then when Seb was listening to me his phone call and then he looked at the freaking stain on the ceiling and he got his shit together i was like oh wow we love family man and then when mia auditioned for her huge role i love that scene i was like wow i get it i get why she got an oscar she deserves it that's all really thank you very much all right favorite quotes i'm gonna go again (laughs) um i have one in the beginning when sebastian um went to his apartment and his sister was there and the sister was trying to set him up with someone and then he's like does she like jazz and then she says no and then he's like then what are we going to talk about i don't think i'm gonna like her does she like jazz probably not then what are we going to talk about i don't know it doesn't matter okay i thought that was so funny because like he was just like he wants to fuck jazz (laughs) Yeah, truly. Just like Damien just wants to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, and then the same scene, he said, I'm a phoenix rising from the ashes. I love that part. He just screams <laughs> it. So I know. I thought that was so funny. Um, oh my gosh, I have a lot of Sebastian ones. And this one is when he met me at the party. And he said, oh, you're a barista. Well, now I see how you can look down on me from all the way up there. Uh, yeah, I have that one. Oh, I see. Yeah. You're a barista. And I can see how you could then look down on me from all the way up there. I have that one, too. He's such an asshole. Fuck. <laughs> He's like, the way he says it, it's just like so like monotone, but like it's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and like just so sarcastic. And then um, leading up to the lovely night scene, um, he's, uh, I think it was Mia that said it when she says, It's strange that we keep running into each other. It is strange. Maybe it means something. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think so. Where's my car? Yeah. I thought that exchange, it made me giggle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
let's see from Sebastian again yeah these are all Sebastian quotes um when he went over to her house um after their fight um uh and Mia was crying because she was like saying she's not good enough and then he says you're a baby you're crying like a baby <laughs> what a that's dick. just something I feel like okay that's something you'd say to me though yeah and then <laughs> And then fight, fight, fight. <laughs> um, and then the second observatory scene, um, when he says, Mia says, I'm always gonna love you, it's I'm like, I'm always gonna love you too. Oh my god. Me too. And I, and I love how they didn't make it like, oh my god, they're like crying, like, oh my gosh, this is some like tragedy or whatever. It was just like a bittersweet moment, which like hurt more for me. Like yeah. Because, like, they're both agreeing in term, like, to the terms of it, and they're just, like, yeah, yeah. that just made me, that made me tear up. And that's it. That's all I have. Nice. Okay, M. Hey, I only have three, but, yeah, whatever Sebastian says is funny. Um, I like when Mia says, people love what other people are passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's so true. Like whenever I meet someone for the first time, the first thing I ask them is like, what are you passionate about? Just to see them light up. Like that scene where Sebastian's just ranting about jazz. I don't understand what he's talking about, but the way he's saying it and like the way it just makes him so attractive because he's so passionate about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I like when Sebastian says, I guess I'll see you in the movies because he says it in the beginning when they're like oh, not yeah. dating. And then at the end, when they're not together, he does only end up seeing her in the movies. Sad. And yeah. then, oh, this was unintentionally funny, but I heard it because I had the subtitles on. The waitress passes by. I think this is when he's playing for the J.K. Simmons bar or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. The waitress's name is Karen. And he, she goes, welcome back, Seb. And then Sebastian says, there's a nice way to say that, Karen. And then just the fact that Karen's such a different meme now <laughs> than back yeah. in 2016, that made me laugh. That's it. Nice. nice. Thank you. Fooge, what are your favorite quotes? Um, let's see. I have one from Sebastian where he sees his sister at the apartment. I don't know why. I just found it so funny, but he's talking about the Van Beek and how it was a Samba topless place. <laughs> yes. And he's like, can you not believe that they turned it into a Samba topless Oh, my place? God, Sebastian. Samba topless. Pick one, you know? Do one right. I have some. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. <laughs> it cracks me up every time. Um, like most of my quotes are honestly like pretty stupid, but it's a quick scene where like it's like a quick like five second like montage of Emma Stone auditioning, and then one of the people's like, "Lady, why you be tripping like that?" And then she's like, "No, Jamal, you be tripping." <laughs> so cringe, but I bet that's like exactly what it's supposed to do mm-hmm. um i have the barista quote and like how we keep running into each other quotes um then i have uh one where they're taking that stroll in uh, warner bros yes. where uh sebastian says that's la they worship everything and value nothing truly facts um and then lastly the second part when they're outside the griffith observatory because when you get this if i get this when you get this you got to give it everything you got. Everything. It's your dream. And that's facts because I've 
had this stance, but like, if I'm like with someone and they have a chance to like do something like great, even if it means like being away for like a really long time, like, yeah, that's hard. But like, I would literally, there's like no hesitation for me. I'll just be like, oh yeah, like go do it. Correct. Like, I'm just like not going to like stress you out or anything like that. I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, I miss, I miss you so much, even though I probably do. It's like, no, just like fucking do it. And then like, you'll come back like eventually. So, so that, don't that's why say that. like, the office Jim and Pam, Pam, what are you doing? But that's, that's another thing. <laughs> that's it. Okay, cool. Thank you. Uh, Vincent. Okay. Um, yeah, I got a few goofy ones too in here. I was also a fan of, I'm a phoenix rising from the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of funny. Um, and then I forget, uh, again, I, I'm not as well-versed in this as you are, but I'm pretty sure this is in one of the songs. Uh, and I got some, someone in the crowd that can take you where you want to go. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one that was from, but yep. I'm a big, big fan of that quote. Um, oh, the whole conversation about um, <laughs> holding the key fob against your head and... Oh. and uh, <laughs> And he goes, you don't live as long, but you get there quicker, so it evens out. Like he's like, I'm pretty sure it gives you cancer, but you know, you don't live as long, but you get there quicker, so it evens out. Um, oh, and then uh, when he comes, when Seb comes and visits me at the uh, Starbucks or whatever, um, she's like, "How did you get in here? Isn't there? Isn't this like lockdown?" And he's like, "I basically just hauled ass past the guard gates. I think I have 20 minutes oh, yeah. before they find me." that's I love thought, right there man i know right it's, it's it's just and he said it so matter of factly he's like yeah they're gonna come yeah. get me in a second but who knows um and then the last one's from keith where he says to sebastian how are you going to be a revolutionary if you're such a traditionalist and i thought that whole conversation there like right i i, I felt that whole conversation there kind of spoke volumes because like you know Sebastian, his end goal is like he wants to, he wants jazz to survive, and one mm-hmm. way to do that is to pass it on to a younger generation. But Keith's only perception is, only way you're going to be able to pass it on to the younger generations is if you tailor it and change it for the younger generations. Yeah. But but Sebastian's still over there, like yeah, but that's then that that those two don't go together because you're not preserving it but you're passing it on but what you're passing on isn't preserving it so it's like a it's like a double loop type of thing but in the end i think that he probably did it all right by just opening his own bar playing classical jazz and i feel like that probably did what he was supposed to but then but so that whole quote there how are you going to be a revolutionary if you're such a traditionalist Mm -hmm. that's one way to look at it but there's probably other ways nice yeah. Agato. Hello, boys. Hello. So, one of my fave quotes is when Sebastian to Mia, he was like, You could just write your own roles, you know, write something that's interesting as you are. And he's just so supportive. Okay. He says, And the I'll always love you part, that will always be a part of me. Because. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because he they could have stayed together he could have been like we can start over and stuff like that I'll follow you to Paris or whatever but it's just so important to like make your own path and define who you are first and then 
maybe we can get back together, but somewhere along those years, five years to be exact, they just lost each other. But I'm sure when they freaking saw each other at that bar, they're like, I love him. I love her. But yeah. we have our own thing now. Mm-hmm. And bec- and I think that's because of Seb. I will give that Seb because Mia was questioning. He, she was like, what do we do now? Because Seb probably had the pants in the relationship. So love him. Thank God for him. And they both, you know, achieved their dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what else? Oh, when Mia was like, it's pretty strange that we keep running into each other. Sebastian was like, maybe it means something. Then Mia was like, I doubt it. Sebastian was like, I don't think so. And it's just so crazy because I believe <laughs> that they were meant to cross paths to like catapult each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. And it's beautiful, it's emo, but that's life. And really? it worked out. It was beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. Everyone pretty much said everything. So that's all I have. Wow, thank you. Um also I just wanted to point out the I'm glad they went that route. Like instead of like, because like we saw the alternate reality. Um, that if they've gone, if they were, if they got together, and they ended up together, only one of them have achieved their dreams. And mm-hmm. I'm glad they they didn't go that way. And like some cheesy line of like, but what about your dreams? And then he'll be like, "You are my dream," you know? Like, no, you know, <laughs> don't say that. I'm so don't say glad they didn't go that route because knows better. So many times, and just like. all right let's go ahead and talk about character actor performances and this is pretty open-ended so feel free to who we starting with um let's start with sebastian ryan gosling the gauze wow what a man yeah man crush monday every day ryan gosling true got his suit clean his hair, his hair in this movie, insane. Yeah. I, I love his blue suit. Yeah. I know. Oh, oh. Man. Gosh. I just love watching him on screen. I know. Me too. He was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Oh, wait, I have a question. Yeah. Um, did you think he deserved to win Best Actor? No. Who won Best Actor? Casey Affleck, Affleck, Manchester by the Sea. Oh, God. I think Casey Affleck deserved to. Yeah, Casey Affleck in that movie. That was some hard shit. Love that movie. Yeah, me too. But he got a globe. Yeah. Yeah, he got a globe. Yeah, that's just like like a hard role, a harder role to play. Yeah. Casey Affleck did, and yeah. And that was like a tight race, too, so. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Any more to say? I mean, pretty cut and dry for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this movie would be so weird if it was Miles Teller and Emma Watson. Ew. That, like, I don't want to see that. I do. It was so <laughs> I, I don't want to see that movie. Ew. I just hate Emma Watson as an actress. As an activist. <laughs> wow, I support her. But, like, as an actress, she's just so monotone. And her facial expressions are monotone everything about her is monotone i think bling ring ruined her for me honestly <laughs> that movie makes me want to throw up i hate that movie oh, so no. much 
What the fuck, 824? If you're listening to this, what the fuck? They're not, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just trash them. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? No. I would just like to marry him one day. Yeah, agreed. Okay, do I marry you? I'll give you like two dollars to marry him. I'll Venmo you two dollars right now. I'm just kidding. Got you. Okay, let's go ahead and move on to Emma Stone as Mia. Arizona. Boys. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What do we think? At first, I really wanted to like shut up. So annoying. She was so annoying in the beginning. I was like, ah, ah. Why? I was like, why is she not supporting him when in reality she was? So yeah. In the end, I loved her. Kind yeah, of. I heard a lot of that from you. Like when you were watching it next to me, it was a lot of, <laughs> a lot of. Uh, what are you doing, Mia? What are you doing? Why are you like this? You don't love him? Is this what it is? You don't love him? God, I I forgot how annoying it is to watch a movie with you. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this is why I hate watching movies. Agatha. She she, pa- she paused it. I think on average, probably every ten minutes. Oh my god! Oh, no. vocal. <laughs> She'd pause it and then yell something and then look at me and see that I was ignoring her. And then she would she'd play again. <laughs> we love that. Yeah, we stand. Um, are there other characters to talk about? That's so funny, but it's so accurate. Because I was like, what do you think? And she's, and Vince would be like, just keep watching. And I'm like, I don't want to. Just tell me what happened. So dramatic. Uh, I cannot handle this girl. <laughs> That's why I can't watch Beautiful Boy. I'm oh like, I, God. I'm like trying not to read the synopsis. But I know he survives. But for some reason, I was like, I can't do this. I really generally cannot watch this movie right now. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Do you guys like side with anyone on that argument they had? Uh, I'm on Team Seb. Yeah, I think I'm Team Seb as well. Yeah. Mm. Like, what, 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 what's, what's he doing? That's, that's well, the life. What? What do you mean? That's, that's the gig. He's in a successful band, he records, goes on tour. Yeah, but that's not, I think it's, like, that's not what he wanted, and that's what, like, I think Mia was trying to, like, make him realize what his dream was in the first place, because, like, I would be questioning it, too, like, like, what are you doing? You made him, like, feel bad about it. I know, no, I I didn't like the argument, because I feel like they both had two different approaches to how they wanted to achieve their dreams. Mia was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I want to be an actress, let me do a one-woman show, and then the consequences of that is, oh, it was an economic failure, now I don't feel good because no one really went, whereas I think Seb was like, okay, I want to follow, I want that bar, but I'm going to do, I'm going to sacrifice a couple years, make some, Mm -hmm. make some money to, like, secure my ability to do it and then I'll be able to do it and then the consequence of that was like oh my relationship is not going to be good oh I'm going to be unhappy for a little bit but I don't know I feel like the sacrifice is worth it if it means you're able to like he was going to get the bar anyway I I just think she was disappointed in how he dealt with it which is yeah I know I would have gone like the subway I think yeah I think you probably explained that perfectly because like because I could see like yeah it was definitely like a they both did their own thing for a time and they didn't understand what each of them were doing, I guess, sort of, or how one was reacting to another. Yeah. But 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to watch it again, maybe to like really definitively say what side I'm on. But mm. fair. I am also Team Seb. Hey. No surprise, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not, not too mm. surprised. Mia was just so annoying. Like, I think it's admirable that she did a one-woman show and stuff, and in a way that's like not the typical way to become like an actress. But there's no typical way to start a business. Like M said, it would be highly, it's likely that she he would have an economic failure if he just like went for it, like head on yeah, but he didn't have money he didn't have money and then the last time he tried to open a bar someone like scammed him so it more he has more like knowledge on what to do now and yeah he overheard that conversation that mia was having with her mom and that was like the final push for him to yeah. join that gig and it pays well he gets a percentage of merchandise mm-hmm. yes it kind of like he's it does question his true identity, but that's temporary. Yeah. He he knows that. It's only for a few years and then he'll move forward and hopefully a lifetime of successes and happiness and a freaking bar of his dreams. Mm-hmm. So, so Mia, you're you freaking annoying. Have you guys ever seen like a one person play? Um, I've seen the one in Victorious where she's like, Chicago. Oh, I was going to say, that's it. like the, that's the only one that I've ever I guess seen. I have seen one then. Yeah. I feel like that'd be so awkward to watch. I would not. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand how it <laughs> works. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Can we move on to FMQ? There's no other characters to talk about, right? Yeah. <laughs> we I went know. over it. Yeah, there we go. Okay, FMK. Um, I'll go first. Of course. Um, <laughs> I would smash Alexis, as in Jessica Roth, because amazing. I love her. Yeah. Um, I would marry Sebastian, because that's the only right answer. Correct. And I would kill all of the casting directors that Oh, was just so freaking nice. rude they were just so rude like how are you going to tell your receptionist to come in and interrupt on audition when she's literally in the middle of like a scene like yeah. that's just so rude or that one guy that are like she speaks like five words and he's like okay thank oh you oh my god that's so mean <laughs> thank you just opens up the next person he's he's the one that i would kill that's that's my <laughs> really well, okay yeah the, just the just the one guy who was like he got two words out and that was it mm-hmm. All right, who wants to go next? I would marry Sebastian. I would smash Mia. I would kill Mia's husband. Because that just oh pissed me. That just like made me so angry. Because my, re- my genuine reaction of seeing him was shocking. I was like, I did not expect that. And you know what? I hate him. I hate him so much. He's also ugly, though. He's really ugly. I know. I know. Oh, my God. Whoever casted the husband, I'm suing you. You could have done better. And plus, maybe it's not even the casting director's fault. It's Ryan Gosling's fault because it's (laughs) Ryan Gosling. (laughs) So annoying. So, yeah, that's it. 
At least you didn't see the baby. Uh, yeah, true. No, I'm I mean, not the baby will grow up fatherless girl. now, but. Okay, <laughs> hmm. um, someone else go. I'm actually gonna flip it. I'm smashing Sebastian. I'm marrying Mia only because of the bag. That actress money. Yeah. Okay, true. Yeah, give me that actress money. Ooh, Killing, high taxes. I first put down Keith, uh, John Legend. Because as the ending showed, if Ryan Gosling just basically told him to fuck off, they would like and be together, but then they both wouldn't have really achieved their dreams. Correct. So I changed it to that the asshole casting director. So correct. I said I would marry Sebastian. F Mia's ex boyfriend. What's his name? Greg. I think he's really cute, and I just watched him in the big short, and he's really good in there, too, so I would F him, and I think he's rich, too, so secure the bag. I said I would kill the uh, Mia's boss at the coffee shop, that guy who just, like, wouldn't let her go to the audition, and then when it was, like, when she was the famous one, he was being so fake, it's like, hi, here's your coffee, Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we don't need those fake people, and Karen, the waitress, F her. All right, Ben, who would you uh, say? Yeah, I'd, I'd marry Sebastian, smash um, Mia. Mm. And then you're killing also, that. I am that killing casting the ever living daylights out of the <laughs> 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 like, How do you judge talent like that fast? I don't know. It's like, it's like, That's probably because they already found who they like casted like they already mm-hmm. found someone like that went before her so they don't mm-hmm. they were just wasting time yes but you yeah, still have fucked. to be rude yeah. i know i wonder if that's like in real life oh also shout out jk simmons mm-hmm. oh, i love him when he's like snapping in the dream sequence <laughs> yeah. oh, so mm-hmm. cute okay um what's next um nitpicks nitpicks oh i already said mine <laughs> yeah, a nitpick that has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, I know. It's like your own personal story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, whoever has a nitpick, go ahead and say I have, it. I have two. Mm-hmm. I think the first song is the worst song in the whole entire movie. I really hate that musical. I, it's beautiful, but like the song, useless. Um, oh, and I don't like when she goes, when she leaves Greg and like goes to the theater. I don't like how she runs to the front of the theater to look for Sebastian. That oh, is yeah! so fucking was, rude. I'm trying to watch the movie and I see this girl looking for her boyfriend. Like, can't you just look at each row instead of jumping in front of the screen? <laughs> I was going to say that. That triggered me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I would not have like confidence or like anything to do. And like, if I was, if I was Sebastian, what do you do? Like, he just stood up, but I'd be like, oh, hey, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like right here. <laughs> yeah. Or just hide in the seat and just hope she goes away. Yeah, for sure. True. Any nitpicks? Anyone else? Yeah, I had one, and it was just the the first scene in the Griffith Observ- Observatory where mm-hmm. they go into the planetarium and start walking along the stars and dancing in the stars. Mm. That was a little... I, <laughs> I the best way for me to explain it is it was kind of cheesy. What yeah. I thought was much higher quality and looked so much better was in the end when we see the alternate reality and they're dancing like 
on like that black shiny floor and there's like stars oh, around beautiful yeah that was, gorgeous. that was that was gorgeous see that stands out in my mind i remember that that was fantastic but to see them like floating among the stars yeah hmm. i don't know i got to saw that scene she was like are they on drugs are they on drugs hey that's what i said the first time i saw it I'm like, oh my god, are they tripping? I know. They're, they're each other's love. drugs. Guys. Yeah, they're in love with each other. That's what it is. Ooh. Ooh, love and other drugs? Ooh. Okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so yeah, that was my nitpick. I was like, are they a freaking drugs? Are they doing cocaine or whatever? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Rock is here for all of Um... I w- Vince and I went to the Griffith Observatory and I did have this movie in mind and I was like, I don't give a fuck, whatever. But now I wish I gave a fuck about La La Land because there if I was go. like Griffith Observatory, I'd be like, Vince, we need to sit here. Let's just sit here for like five seconds and like, you know, they were here and stuff. <laughs> and then they did, oh my God, like the pendulum. Oh my God, Vince and I saw that. I was like, oh, the Tesla? I saw that. I stared at that for like three minutes. I was like, ooh, Tesla. And then so many regrets. I have to like spend like 600 more dollars just to go back there. Yeah. (laughs) For you, Ryan Gosling. We could just just go to the diner down the street where they filmed uh, A Place Beyond the Pines. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) True. Or, like, visit the houses that, uh, what's his face? Um, Bradley Cooper was at. Truly. I would love Bradley Cooper. Okay, anything else, boys? No. No. Uh, Obviously nothing. Yeah, I know. I wasn't even going to ask you. Oh, wow. Okay. Letter grade rating. I'm going to go first. A plus. Uh, Okay. Nice. Okay, M. I'm also going to give it an A plus. What? Mm. Uh, what? I guess, yeah. Okay, Fuge. A plus plus. Okay, that just says A plus. No, 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 no. You gotta, you gotta put extra plus. You gotta put extra plus. Separate okay. report card. Dude, the formula won't work. <laughs> <laughs> RXL won't read that. Yeah, oh my Excel's god. Just, I just gonna be stressed out. <laughs> Her V lookup's not gonna work. I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah I'm, I'm giving it an A the ending for sure without a doubt is an A plus but Ooh. I have to give the movie as a whole just an A I knew okay. it That's fine. what did I say <laughs> Vince doesn't give out A pluses but the ending was an A without a doubt the ending was an A plus I'll give the ending an A plus the movie as a whole I gotta give an A alright mm-hmm. Whatever okay. that means, take that for what it's worth. I don't care. But there goes Agatha. Again, I agree with everything and said my sentiments exactly. A. Okay. I thought you were gonna give this like a B. Okay, but like I was kind of psyching you out to try to tell me what you are giving, but you didn't tell me. So frick. <laughs> Nice. Right. Three A pluses, two A's. That should be on my report card. Nice. Good job, Aaliyah. Thank you. Yep. Wow. I'm about to watch it again. City of stars. Okay. All right. I am passing the baton to Fuji. 
Um, yeah. So. I don't know what you're picking. I hope it's like not something like scary or something. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Uh, you know, after after having a rough couple episodes here, but then Lawland <laughs> brought it back. Gotta say, so and, stupid. <laughs> you know, when it's a powerful combination where me and M agrees on something. Oh, that's so, a slow true. <laughs> So versus like just going head to head all the time, you know, it's very exhausting. So I want to agree with M again. So I'm going to pick an easy watch on Netflix. Francis Ha. A, it's a callback to our first two episodes, Little Women and Marriage Story. Oh, my God. Just, oh, my God. Two I love kiss. This. It's the oh most God. perfect movie I've ever seen. So, yeah, Francis what? Ha will be next. Woohoo! Greta, Greta, Greta. Thanks for listening, y'all. Hey, May. Watch all that. Yep. May. Bye. Later. Bye. Later. Bye.